Welcome into another episode of Dads in Time Out. This is your host, Jesse Williams, a.k.a. J. Will. And today we are going to be talking about Oklahoma and Texas possibly joining the SEC. And we're also going to be discussing, if this happens, what it could mean for the other conferences, what it could mean for conference realignment, what it means for the Big 12, what it means for different conferences trying to create conferences. So I've heard one scenario from Mina Kimes, or maybe not Mina Kimes, somebody was, I think Paul Feinbaum is even suggesting that it could end up being three conferences. I'm not going to do a three conference scenario because that just seems a little ridiculous because I don't think the Pac-12 will fold because of this. I don't think that the Big Ten will fold. I still think the best two conferences overall will be the Big Ten and the SEC. So Oklahoma and Texas first, in my opinion, this has to be about money. Because if you're Oklahoma and Texas and you're on your game, in football you are the dominant classic powers in that conference. Texas and Oklahoma should be the best two programs in football in the Big 12, which Oklahoma has been recently. I know Texas has been down, but from a recruiting standpoint, once A&M left, you kind of are the only, the biggest school in Texas. Now, TCU and Texas Tech and Baylor have all been better over the last decade in their respective sports, but that's more of an indictment on Texas than it is on those other schools being better because Texas has the money, Texas has the prestige, Texas has the history, even though they've only got one championship in the last 20 or 30 years. It's still the University of Texas. My question would be, if you're Texas and Oklahoma, and you can pretty much be the top two dogs if you do what you're supposed to do in the Big 12, because in the Big 12 right now, who's Texas's biggest competition besides Oklahoma? And they're going somewhere with Oklahoma. So it's so right now... In the Big 12, Kansas is not a power. Kansas State isn't. Texas Tech isn't. Baylor's been better, but you should be better than Baylor. You should be better than TCU. West Virginia is up and down when it comes to football. Oklahoma State's kind of that second-tier program that has been averaging at least 9, 10 wins with Mike Gundy. I just don't understand. And in Iowa State, I mean, come on. So this has to be about money because you want to go to the best football conference in America. Now, what this does do is that our, the SEC is already the best conference in America in football, but they're not super strong in basketball. So now with the resurgence of Arkansas in basketball this past year, and then Alabama was good, and you've got Florida and Kentucky, you're now in a scenario where you add Oklahoma and Texas basketball that actually makes the SEC a more viable conference. They're still probably not as good as the Big Ten, and they're definitely not as good as the ACC. Though you can argue that the ACC was down last year, and then Coach K's on his way out. So I think this has to be about the money. Now, obviously, I've been reading a little more into this, so if Oklahoma and Texas leave, they they still have to owe, I think they'll have to pay at least $75 million to leave. And the media rights, I think, is a contract through 2025. So the Big 12 would still have those rights to the TV rights that they're under contract for. Also, of the 14 teams, I think it's 11 have to vote yes. It's either 11. I know that I I don't know if 11 
gets them the votes they need or if they only get 11 that they don't get it. A&M's going to vote against this. A&M left the Big 12 in major part because they can use the fact that they're in the SEC for recruiting. And they've, and points have been made. They actually fit really well in the SEC. They had immediate success with Johnny Manziel. They're in the SEC West, the toughest division in the nation in the SEC. And they've been pretty good. They haven't broke through and won a championship. They haven't broke through and won the SEC West. But with Alabama, Auburn, and LSU, they're at the very least the fourth best team out of the seven in that division. And so I think it's just interesting that Oklahoma and, and, and Oklahoma and Texas may be frustrated with the fact that for a couple of years there, the Big 12 has either been left out of the college football playoff or that the Big 12, once they lost A&M and Missouri, they didn't replace those teams. There wasn't a conference championship, so the team with the best record. So if you have two teams that are 11-1, and the head-to-head tiebreaker goes in. So whereas in the SEC, you can have an East and West division. So even if Florida were to lose to Alabama in the regular season, they would have a rematch if Florida finished in the top of the East and Alabama finished in the top of the West. There would be a rematch in the SEC championship game. And that's the same thing with the ACC and the Big Ten and I think the Pac-12. And so... If you see me grimacing, I have a wisdom tooth coming in, so it's really affecting my left ear, so it's kind of been bothering me. So I'm trying to push through, give you all this podcast. I know I gave you all one that uploaded yesterday, but I actually did that two days ago, but I was in so much pain I wasn't able to edit it in my right mind. So if you hear me, like, touch my ear, that's why. Or if you see my hand go in my ear, for if you see that on YouTube, this is the reason why. But we're going to push through. So what I did is I came up with three scenarios of what would happen and what the conferences would look like if Oklahoma and Texas do go to the SEC. So in the first scenario, the SEC would have 16 teams. So they would have the original 14 that they already have, which if you don't know is Alabama, Auburn, Ole Miss, Mississippi State, Arkansas, LSU, A&M, Florida, Georgia, Tennessee, Vanderbilt, Missouri, South Carolina, Kentucky, and then they would add Oklahoma and Texas for a total of 16 teams. So the Big Ten, and this is just hypothetical. This is just me going out there, and I know there's going to be some problems with this, and I'll explain why. But there's a hurdle when it comes to some of these teams that I'm going to move around. So the Big Ten would keep Ohio State, Michigan, Michigan State, Penn State, Indiana, Purdue, Minnesota, Iowa, Illinois, Nebraska, and Wisconsin. So Iowa Iowa State, Kansas, Kansas State, Oklahoma State, and Texas Tech would all come over from the Big 12. And in this scenario, the Big 12 is no longer in existence. It just folds, which is a very high possibility. So if you notice in the Big 10, Maryland's no longer there. We get to the ACC. So you got Clemson, Florida State, Miami, North Carolina, North Carolina State, Duke, Wake Forest, Boston College, Pittsburgh, Louisville, Georgia Tech, Virginia, Virginia Tech, Syracuse, all those same teams. And they add West Virginia and Maryland. Now, I know West Virginia used to be in the Big East. I don't know if they ever went to the ACC. I don't think they did. And then Maryland would go back to the ACC. It makes more sense geographically, though close to the Big Ten, but with Maryland being right there on the coast, I think it makes sense for them to be in the Atlantic Coast Conference. Now, because they left the ACC, I could obviously see where they wouldn't allow Maryland to come back in. And in that case, 
I guess they could stay in the Big Ten. But it didn't make any sense for me to split up the Kansas teams or Texas Tech. And Oklahoma State just geographically is too far away. So you could take Maryland out and because they would have to stay in the Big Ten and that would give the Big Ten like 17 teams. And then I don't see any of those other teams that that are anywhere close that would want to leave the Big Ten. So for right now, we're going to have Maryland staying in the ACC. Then the Pac-12, USC, UCLA, Stanford, Cal, Arizona, Arizona State, Colorado, Utah, Washington, Washington State, Oregon, and Oregon State are the current 12 teams in the Pac-12. And then they would add TCU and Baylor. And that's strictly geographic. I wanted to keep the private schools in the same conference. I think that Texas Tech, basketball-wise, would be interesting in the Big Ten. I think they would also do well in the Pac-12. So with TCU and Baylor both being in the same geographical area, I know Baylor is like an hour and like a half plus from Dallas. I used to live in Waco, actually. So if you wanted to, we could put Texas Tech in the Pac-12, and then you could move TCU to the Big Ten, and that would work out. So either one of those scenarios. All right. So that is scenario number one. Scenario number two, you keep the 14 teams in the SEC and they get Oklahoma and Texas. That gives them 16 teams. Oh, yeah. Let me go back real quick. So in this scenario, in scenario one, the SEC would have 16 teams. The Big Ten would have 16. The ACC would have 16. And the Pac-12 would have 14. We're kind of going to leave Notre Dame out of this for now. Oh, and in this scenario, the American Athletic Conference retains their conference because in this next scenario, we're going to see that these other two scenarios basically gut the AAC, the American Athletic Conference. And I don't think it's fair to them because just because the Big 12 folds. So the Big 12 folds, the the AAC, in my opinion, is safe because there's too many teams in these other conferences already, in my opinion. But we could get to a place down the road where we have 24 Um, teams in a conference I hope not it's too many in football they're never going to all play each other you go years without teams playing each other we already have teams like in the SEC that are on a rotational basis that don't play each other every year same in the other conferences minus right now the big 12 they all play each other which is a big sticking point for them so in scenario two the big 12 does not fold they still lose Oklahoma and Texas so they have to fill in their conference So in this scenario, the SEC has their 14 teams in scenario two. They get Oklahoma and Texas, so they have 16. The Big 12 has the remaining eight teams, which those teams are Kansas, Kansas State, Texas Tech, Baylor, TCU, West Virginia, Oklahoma State, and Iowa State. All right, so they keep those teams, so none of those teams move out of the Big 12. Then they add Houston and Central Florida. Now, Central Florida is not a good fit for me in the Big 12, But to make this work, we're going to keep them there. In the Big Ten, they would keep their 12 teams that are already there, including Maryland, and then they would add Cincinnati and Memphis. So I think that – or you could take UCF and put them in the Big Ten, but I just think that really hurts them in every sport. So we're going to keep UCF in the Big 12 if they want to make that jump. Since you know they're claiming themselves national champions, we put you in a conference. Let's see what you can do. Because people don't realize UCF is the biggest college in the country. Like, it has the highest student population. It's like the biggest college in the country. And so, they're right there 
and they, they make a lot of money. So the Big Ten would keep their 12. They would add Cincinnati and Memphis. The Pac-12 would keep their 12 teams, and then they would add BYU and Boise State. The ACC would stay with the 14 teams that they have. So the SEC would have 16. The Big 12 would have 10. The Big Ten would have 14. The Pac-12 would have 14. And the ACC would have 14. So the Big 12 goes back to having 10 10 teams in their conference, 10 schools. They're still at a disadvantage, but they stay a power five. With this scenario, the AAC is basically no longer the best remaining non-power five conference because with Houston, UCF, Cincinnati, and Memphis, some years I think they're actually better than the Pac-12 in football. All right, scenario three. The SEC keeps 14 teams plus Oklahoma and Texas, which gives them 16. The Big Ten simply just keeps their 12 teams. The ACC keeps their 14. The Pac-12 either stays at 12 or they go ahead and add BYU and Boise State. Either way. And so the Big 12 would then have their eight teams that remain, and then they would add Houston, Memphis, UCF, and Cincinnati to give them 12. So the SEC would have 16, the Big 12, 10. The Big 10 would have 12. The ACC would have 14, and the Pac-12 would either have 12 or 14. So this is a little more balanced. I don't like the scenario where the Big 12 stays and they gut another conference because they couldn't keep Texas and Oklahoma happy. I think that's a ridiculous assertion. I think that it's not the AAC's fault that whatever is going on in the Big 12, Oklahoma and Texas want to leave. It's not from a competitive standpoint. If Because if Oklahoma or Texas are at the top of their game and they run the table in that conference or they get one loss, they're most likely going to make the tournament except for in a year because the Pac-12 has been down. The Pac-12 doesn't have a dominant team right now, and so they kind of beat up on each other. USC hasn't been the USC of old. Oregon hasn't been great, great lately. Stanford's been down at least the last year or two. And so this has to do with money. This has to do with football money. And this is what gets me when people are like, I love college sports. I don't follow the NFL because, you know, it's blah, blah, blah. It's amateur sports. And it's like, yeah, from a player standpoint. See, people are so mad about the players getting money, but then – the conferences and the schools are just dictating basically where they want to go. So let's let's say that you just wanted to play in the Big 12. And then all of a sudden, your team's like, hey, we're going to go to the SEC. And it's like, okay, well, I could have gone to Texas or Oklahoma and basically been guaranteed a, a championship, at least at Oklahoma. Now I'm going to go and play in the SEC against Al- I mean, Alabama, Auburn, and all that. So the other question would be is if Oklahoma and Texas go to the SEC, you're going to keep them in the same division for that rivalry. So what do you do? Because the SEC West is already stacked. And so you want to keep the Tennessee teams together. You want to keep the Mississippi schools together. You want to keep the Alabama schools together. And so I wish I would have wrote this down because I actually had a scenario where I think it was Arkansas, Alabama, Auburn, and Missouri would go to the SEC East. And then, or I think it was Arkansas. I don't know. We'll have to do this a separate time, but I can look at that and figure it out. But basically, you would have to move some of the teams from the SEC West over to the SEC East to make room for Oklahoma and Texas. So you would have Florida, Georgia, 
South Carolina. Uh, well, let's just start with the SEC West because you would have to have Oklahoma and Texas there for sure. So Oklahoma, Texas would be in the SEC West. And then you would have Ole Miss and Mississippi State. And then you would probably have Missouri would be the fifth team. And then you could put Tennessee and Vanderbilt and Kentucky all in the West. So then you would have Florida, Georgia, South Carolina, um, Arkansas, Alabama, LSU, Missouri. I don't know. Like, I I wrote this down. I wish I would have been more prepared for that. But, like, you would have to do a serious realignment of the SEC because you're not going to split up Texas and Oklahoma. And so Alabama and Auburn are obviously going to stay in the same. And it doesn't make sense fully geographically, but I'll I'll, I'll have to – take a pause and look at that and so the internet on my computer is not working because it's national guard internet and so i would have to add that and so i think those three scenarios are likely things that would happen because what's not going to happen is the sec is going to have 16 teams and then the big 12 and the pac 12 the big 10 and the pac 12 are not going to stay at 12 teams Um, I think they would rush to try to get the other schools from the Big 12 or the Big 12 is going to have to try to poach from one of the lower conferences. And that's what I was saying earlier about how you guys like all this move is doing is creating super conferences, which means now if those teams beat up on each other, people like, oh, well, that gives an undefeated team from a lower conference a chance. It's like, no, because all that's going to do is make the strength of scheduling. So let's say the playoff goes to 12. In Oklahoma, Texas, Alabama, Auburn, LSU, Florida, Georgia, that's seven of the top 15, 20 programs in the country. Maybe not Texas right now. But Texas actually wasn't that bad last year. And so what this also does is it really hurts teams like Arkansas and Ole Miss and Mississippi State and Tennessee, I think Florida and Georgia will be fine because most likely they'll be on the other side of the conference. And so it's just one of these things that it is interesting and it makes it exciting while we're talking about an expansion of the playoff, which we've already gone over on this podcast. But to me, it everyone always roots for the little guy so if you root for the little guy why would you be for this this is all about money this is all about these schools and programs making millions and millions of dollars but let's not like people are tripping about the name image likeness but why should the people who actually put their health on the line not benefit from this when these schools can just be like you know what deuces we're gonna go make a super conference in the sec i don't like this for the sec i think the sec is fine where it's at it's already the best conference now to be fair From everything that I've heard, Oklahoma and Texas are the ones that are trying to join the SEC. It's not like the SEC is trying to poach them. The SEC doesn't need Oklahoma or Texas. They never have. It would also be interesting to see what A&M would do. Would A&M try to leave? Now, I think they've burned that bridge with the Big 12. But would A&M try to go to the Big 10? But see, then now now we're talking about A&M being geographically nowhere close to any anybody in the Big Ten. Would they try to go to the Pac-12, which would be interesting? Would Arkansas or Missouri try to bounce? 
because with the addition of Oklahoma and Texas, they're already at a disadvantage with being in a stacked conference. So it's just going to be interesting to see how this all plays out, how this all works. It's fluid. It's going on. We probably won't know anything for a couple of weeks. But so far, that's what I got. So you guys let me know what you think. This has been a shorter episode, but I already gave you all a 48-minute episode. So check me out on Twitter, at JWillSportsSkype. You can go into my link tree that's on my bio, and you can have check me out on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or anywhere else that's in my link tree. You can get my latest podcasts and updates. Until then, y'all have a great day. God bless, and I will talk to you guys later.